it looks to me like like and and it's the baby boomers really driving this, yay. But they're redefining retirement. It it's just a next phase of life. Talking with people about how to have a great retirement. This is the Rock Your Retirement Show. We don't talk about money, but we talk about almost everything else you need to rock your retirement. Now, here's your host, Kathy Klein. Today we get to eavesdrop on a conversation with Hank and Petra, who are the hosts of the podcast, Hillbilly Nerd Talk. They heard Rock Your Retirement and reached out to me to be a guest on their show. We're going to start in the middle of the conversation where it's relevant to Rock Your Retirement. But if you want to listen to the entire hour and 20 minute interview, head on over to Hillbilly Nerd Talk, episode number 158. Now, let's listen in. On tonight's Hillbilly Nerd Talk, we have very special guest, Kathy Klein, teaching us how to rock our retirement. Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk with Hank. And Petra. Based on what you said about you don't know what to call it because you're not going to be retired, but you're financially able to retire. Right. And then what do you do? That's a word that we need to create because there are so many people that don't want to retire. They don't want to just stop working. I mean, take my husband, for example. He's um, financially able to retire. He doesn't work per se for money, but wow, does he do a lot. I mean, he's on the board of a couple of companies. He, you know, he does a ton of, of work. Right. Yeah. Who knows sometimes if these companies make money, then, then we'll get something for it. But basically he just has stock. I mean, he's considered retired, but he's not sitting around watching Westworld. Right. <laughs> Although we do love that show. <laughs> all right. Well, he's not watching it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it looks to me like, like and and it's the baby boomers really driving this, yay! But they're redefining retirement. It it's just a next phase of life. It it they're back to being like carefree, like teenagers, but with way more resources than than they had as a teenager. Exactly. So you're seeing that? Absolutely. Okay. So you've got two types of people. Basically, you've got people that are financially able to retire and then you've got the people who haven't done anything and those <laughs> people have uh, they are hurting right yeah. people who have done no thought at all and you'd be surprised at how many people when I was a full-time financial advisor disclaimer I don't really do that anymore um, I have a few clients that that I maintain but I don't look for new clients in that area so you've yeah. done the um, financial part of it obviously okay. yeah I've done that and and we're you know, I'm able to do the, the show, obviously. If yes. I was still full time, I, I would not have time to do that. Because when I was when I was doing that, I had over 1,400 clients. And um, wow. one day, I, I said, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I was lucky enough and financially prepared enough to where I, this, sound, this is going to sound stupid, because my business was bringing in over six figures. Yeah. And I didn't even sell my business. I just walked away from it. I just said, I'm not doing this anymore. And I walked away. And I, I don't think that's crazy or stupid at all. In fact, I think it's one of the <laughs> yeah. bravest things I've ever heard. Or dumbest. No. No, it's, <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not. Like at a, at a certain point, at a certain point in, in, in most jobs, I'm not saying career, I'm saying a job, you look at it and is, is this 
is this eating me alive or am I getting something out of it? And if it's eating you alive, if it's draining all of your energy, then you do need to walk away from it. Right. Yeah. The sad thing is I loved the people. It yeah. was it was the um, the BS of being a financial advisor on commission that I didn't like. You know, everything I did was looked over my shoulder. In fact, if I were still doing that, probably every episode of my show would have to be reviewed by a compliance person before I could release it. I got you. Oh, it was just, uh, like you said, Petra, it was draining. You know, it's yeah. like, ugh. And, and I just didn't want to do it anymore. So now with the clients that I've maintained, it allows me the freedom to be able to do what I want to do. I still get some income from that. Yeah. And it's about 30 people. I just, I, I love all my clients. I, I don't look for new ones. But I just, I just love working with him, and I love the freedom of being able to do the, the show. Oh, and, wow. Well, that's awesome. Uh, applauding you for that. Yeah. That's a positive change. Yeah. It's so Thank rare you. to find somebody that can do that. And I mean, we've mentioned it on the show, and in life I try to tell anybody who will listen who is seeking some advice on career stuff is, God, do something you like, not something that makes you money. You know, it's great if it does both. Yeah. But for God's sakes, you've got to like your career or you're just not going to like your life. Right. Well, part of it is we are so tied to our stuff. We are in, yeah. in this society. Uh, Did you happen to listen to the episode on um, the, the woman who retired at age 40 and moved to Costa Rica? No. no. OK, so so she was living in Los Angeles and. She was in a high-powered job in the rat race, and her name was Wendy Holt, and it's episode, mm, let's see, number nine. This is Rocky and, Retirement. Yeah, Rocky Retirement, episode nine. And she just said, you know what? We're moving. And so she and her husband moved to Costa Rica together, and, and she gave up her job. He gave up his job, and she is loving it. Now, she has a bed and breakfast, so kind of like you, she can, you know, she can work when she wants. She doesn't yeah. have to work, but she gave up a lot of stuff. You know, Costa Rica, they don't have internet the way that we do. They don't have, they just don't have what we have here. But there, there's something to be said for somebody who can do that, who can say goodbye to all their stuff and it, just. I, I agree. And, and we're, I want to say that we're. I don't want to say we're close to that level, but we are on some level like that. Me and Petra We live are. different than most people in our socioeconomic yeah. place. <laughs> I, I drive a I drive a ten year it's more. I I drive like a twelve year old pickup truck named Elmer. Yeah. And and <laughs> and things like that. Like we totally I can see where that lady's going with this and she just took it to the next level. But that's what's allowed us to be able to, we'll just say the word retire. I'm 47. I'm about to be 44. So, And honestly, honestly, I could have, if I wanted to have done this, I could have done this at age 39, yeah. 35 yeah. probably, because we don't live an extravagant lifestyle. We don't have to have the, the newest clothes, the latest TVs. Instead of a flat screen, if we had a big giant projection screen that was twelve years old, it'd be just fine with me. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm with you, right? These these objects just can tie us down sometimes. Oh, it yeah. does. 
I want to listen to that episode. Episode nine. Okay. I, yeah, I think so I've listened to almost all your episodes, but I don't think I've listened <laughs> to that one. Because, I mean, that's inspiring. That's awesome. And How'd I can see doing down? something like that in 15 years. Like, I can't see us doing it right now because we're too invigorated by this next phase. Like, well, like I, the, I don't think we'll ever move to Costa Rica. I don't care about giving that stuff up. But I just mean what, what Kathy's saying I'm 100% on board with about we just all have too much damn stuff, right? <laughs> We, we, we all do. Some of my. <laughs> <laughs> Here goes. <laughs> I'm an admitted hoarder of a few items. So. <laughs> I mean, we have. We're a society where every town in America has storage facilities yeah, because people wrong. have so much crap that they have to rent another space to store their all all the crap. Oh, don't even get me started. We live in an area. We live in a pretty nice area. I would say it's um, upper middle class. Yeah. Uh-huh. And every single house in our community has a three-car garage. Three-car garage. There are cars parked all over the dang street. People cannot keep their cars in the garage because <laughs> they have so much crap. <laughs> and then they complain when their car gets broken into or whatever. I mean, it, we have a Facebook just, group. That's just funny to me. I'm like, put your car in the garage. <laughs> it's not that Get hard, people. <laughs> well, and I bet the houses are huge, too. I bet there's enough, like, if they wanted to designate a bed, an extra bedroom as a storage room, I'm sure that most of those houses probably have some room to keep family heirlooms or whatever, but... They they are. They're huge. They're oh. 3,500 square feet. Oh, my God. And they're to me, they're huge. Now, my husband came from a bigger house. He he came from a 5,000 square foot house. And yeah. I said, no, we're not going to live in a house that big. That's ridiculous. Right. And um, so when we got married, he sold the house and we bought this one, which is still too big. I mean, I'm like, this house is way, way too big. But at this point, we're not going to move. Right. Yeah. And um, But yeah, these houses are huge. I mean, when I grew up, I shared a bedroom with my sister, and when we finally got each we each got our own rooms, we celebrated. We're like, "Yay, we now have our rooms!" <laughs> yeah, right. But, <laughs> well, and you know, go ahead. Well, I'm older than you guys, so probably not a full generation, but a little bit. You know, I'm I'm 51, right? And so I don't know if by the time the two of you were growing up, if if the stuff you know had already started where everybody had their own room when they were kids. Did, did you no, all have your no, own rooms? No, not really. I mean, I did, but it's because my sister was older and had already moved out. But but no, I was in the, the age group where if you had two or three brothers and sisters, most people had yeah. lived with them in the same yep, room. Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong yeah. with that. Yeah. And, and you know, some of these problems, they, there's a little meme or a, or a joke about it or something I've seen online. And it is kind of ridiculous that this first world problems. That's right. Like, and I mean, can you imagine trying to explain to somebody in rural, wherever, Africa, in Nigeria, like, okay, we have a problem in America because we have too much stuff and we have to rent these boxes outside of our home to to store. I mean, they'd be like, what are you talking about? I mean, they couldn't even comprehend what no. you're talking about. Like you might as well be talking gibberish. You can buy true. you can buy the, the crates that they use to ship like the shipping crates that they use on on 
huge cargo vessels and just leave them in your yard to store your junk. That's awful. Yeah. That's awful. And that's actually one of the things we talk about on the show is how do you get rid of your stuff? You know, because we are emotionally attached to our stuff. Right. Yeah. You know, and so because each item has usually some personal memory and because we live so easily in the United States, we get these first world problems. And one of those is we have a lot of stuff. Yeah. And how do you get rid of it? Because at some point you're either going to move into a smaller place because that's what we tend to do Mm -hmm. or you're going to die and then somebody else is going to be stuck going through all your stuff. (laughs) Going through your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's what his state right. sales are, which I kind of like. I like buying dead. Oh, I like, I, I like I buying dead those. people stuff. I hate those. <laughs> That's awesome. I just sit outside and cry. <laughs> She's sad because like, I'm a buttercup. Oh, somebody had Aww. that that little serving spoon. And they probably stirred oh. their tea with it every morning. And I'm like, shut huh, up, Hank. That's, a ten, uh, that's 10 cents. I'll take that. That's awesome. It's probably got some good karma in it. And now you've got that stuff that you're going to have to exactly. get rid of later. <laughs> exactly. And I tell, you, I tell you what, it terrifies me, the thought of my parents passing away because they have so much stuff. <laughs> well, well, what Kathy and, and what we're all saying is, but there's a trade-off for this stuff. Yeah, like most people, I really <clears throat> believe that if you have a, you could retire earlier if you just didn't have so much stuff as you went along, right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and people don't realize that. You know, I have so many friends that over the years they got a new car every two years, yeah. you know, or every four years or That's whatever a big it culprit. is. And I'm like, do you realize? what an impact that is putting on your life. And not only that, but you know how many marriages break up. Right. And a lot of that has to do with money stress. Are those, are those oh, yeah. Now, yeah. I've heard it's the number one reason. Of, um, many, many times I've heard that. But anyway. Yeah, because people are stressed out. And I, I mean, believe when, it. When what? you have the the house payment, the car payment, the cable payment, the the payment on your boat, your the payment build, on your, your your storage building, <laughs> right? <laughs> all these payments, all these payments, it it's a lot of weight on your shoulder. And when you, I'm assuming that 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 you guys are debt free, probably without your, I mean, not including all your properties. You're I don't know, but you're 100 yeah. percent right. We live debt free. Yeah, and so that is a stress off your shoulders. Sure. You know, and and that's less stress on your relationship. It's less stress on yourself. You're probably not going to get as sick, you know, your cancer is caused by stress. Yeah. A lot of it. Um it really so, bleeds over into everything. It just does. Yeah, and so it's like get rid of the 3500 square foot and move into a 1200 square foot. You know, your your life isn't going to change and I I've told my husband several times that if we ever lost everything we own, if we lost all our money in the stock market, if we had to spend all of our money on medical bills, whatever it was, we would still be fine. We would yeah. still be fine because we know that the things, although we would it'd be sad for us to say goodbye and we're trying to figure out how to get rid of all our stuff now. We don't place the emphasis on all of our stuff. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. I mean, you're practicing what you're preaching. And uh, we've read also many articles, going back to what you're saying to reinforce that, many, many, many articles have been written and psychology (laughs) things uh, produced that once you reach a very basic, your needs being met type level, I'm talking food, shelter, the basics, 
that that pretty much 99% of Americans have. Once you reach that certain level, more stuff has zero to do with you being more happy. I think it makes it worse. I mean, look at yeah. all the yeah, if movie anything, it's stars. Worse. Yeah, look at the movie stars and the singers that commit suicide or they bury themselves in drugs. Right. Because they already have anything. They're not striving for anything else. They're at the end. Right. And I think yeah. probably most people listening to us right now are, are, are shaking their heads. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, stuff isn't, shouldn't be that valuable to us. But then they go and, get, and they're listening to us in a car that has a car payment. And as we, again, we want to call it retirement, different phase of life, whatever we're, t- we're calling this, you know, it's never been easier to do new things yeah, and new hobbies and things like that. That's what, do we all just get so rigid that we're just, I don't know, that our brain just gets programmed into one loop like in Westworld that we just can't get out of that loop? <laughs> Like, they're maybe they're out. telling us something. I think they're breaking out. Maybe we can break out too. You know. Yeah. I mean, how easy is it now? Let's just face it. Something like, let's say, writing a book. Anybody can now write a book, self-publish it. Millions of people can buy it right online from your house. Yeah. You, you can yeah. bypass all the fifty other steps you probably used to have to do, even just ten, fifteen years ago. Yeah. That is so true. And, yeah, we and, do. And there must be a million things like that. Of That's just one example that just came to my mind. But there must be, for us, retired or changing careers or something later in life, if you want to stay busy, you just don't want to stay on the couch and eat bonbons all day like Petra. I'm going to keep you. <laughs> <laughs> there must be. There's just so many things. And it, it it's almost heartbreaking for me to hear people, because I hear it from customers all the time when I say, oh, what do you do today? I just stayed around the house. I just didn't do nothing. That just kills me to hear well, that. Do, do you have Meetup there where you live? What do you mean? Um, there's a, a site called meetup.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I have had at least three guests on my show talk about it. Tell and, me about it. Yeah, tell well, us. <laughs> so basically, Meetup is a place, it's online, but okay. you meet in person. So let's say that you want to write a book, okay? Okay. You could start a meetup for aspiring authors, and you guys could get together once a month or whatever. You just put it up on meetup, and then people join the site, and then you schedule a time to get together either at a restaurant or at your house or whatever. When my husband and I got married, we didn't have a lot of... um a couple friends, you know, and, and uh, he had you're, come you're from saying our, our problems here. <laughs> Keep talking. Yeah. Yeah. So we actually, so we had joined a meetup, um, where we live and it was called fun friends. It doesn't exist anymore, but oh. we met a bunch of people on this, uh, on this, uh, site cause we would have parties and we would just do things and we thought, wow, this is really cool. But Nobody in the nobody really was married or together, and so we thought we would start a meetup. And so I started one, and it was for married people at the time. It was for people over forty. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I've changed that to fifty because I have to be the youngest one in the group. Right. Awesome. <laughs> nice call. Just kidding. Um, so anyway, it's for married couples or people who have been together over two years. Uh huh. And. Um, and we met a bunch of friends that way. Now, the, the group really right now is not 
hugely active because now we have a you know bunch of friends. But that's how we met all of them was starting this meetup, and we would just do things. We would we would go to free concerts here in on the West Coast during the summer. We have a lot of free concerts, yeah. So we would do things like that. I would try to find things for free because I wasn't really sure what everybody's financial status was. Right, yeah. that way, right. Eliminate, yeah, and then, eliminate, eliminate the variables. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't want to, you know, go to dinner where it's going to be $50 a person because a lot of people can't afford that. Uh, but occasionally we would post something that was expensive, you know, like a, 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 a real concert that you had to pay for or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we met a lot of people. It's meetup.com. And like I said, yeah. at least three of my guests have brought that up. And so anything you want to do, if you want to play tennis, if you want to, let's say you're, Whatever. If if there isn't already a meetup, you can start one. And the person who starts it, the person who owns sort of I don't want to say the site, but who who has the the thread right. going on. Right. Yeah. The, the mediator, thread. Have, moderator, right. whatever it is. Yeah. They have to pay. Okay? okay. And it's about I don't know, fifteen bucks a month or something like that. And you can have up to three of them. A lot of people use it for business purposes. I never wanted to use it for business. I just mm-hmm. wanted to use it for fun. Um, like, like, I don't know, like a coach, yeah. uh, a fitness coach would have a meetup where you get together and do a, um, what do you call it? What do you call that when you join the army and you have to go through oh, the boot, boot camp. camp? Yeah. So they'll have those and they'll charge 15 bucks a person or something for them. But a lot of them are free. And, um, or they'll ask you for a donation to help cover the cost yeah. of, uh, you know, 15 bucks a month. But I, I love it. Okay. And if you're going through a change of life where you now have the ability to do things during the day, and right. Petra, if you're a hairdresser, you can, or cosmetic. Cosmetologist, yeah. Thank cosmetology, you. yeah. You Slutty can hairdresser. schedule that. <laughs> you can do that when you want. You can yes. do that when you want. So if you want to do other things during the day and you want to find other people who are in your same situation who want to do things during the day i highly recommend it that's awesome that is that's a great idea that is a great idea because we complain about this amongst ourselves at least once a week because like our couple friends have moved away or they're having kids now and it's it's kind of like wow (laughs) well their kids are that age that they just require all their time which is great that's what they should yeah but but yeah they don't have a lot of time for us no Right. And that happens when, when you don't have kids and your friends do. And that's kind of where Les and I were as well. You know, because we don't have kids and we're in, in that situation, we have time when they, they don't have it. And also, you know, if you don't have kids, you don't necessarily get invited to all the parties in the neighborhood where yep. all the kids are. Right. Thank, <laughs> thankfully. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We like to make an appearance when we're invited, but we, we won't stay for six hours. <laughs> right. That's right. That's us. <laughs> we'll show up, bring the bourbon. <laughs> right. Exactly. They right. all need it. <laughs> well, the retirement stuff, what you're saying, and I guess this is a common theme, and, and your guest had said this the other day, too, and it all comes down to, I think, just being proactive. Like you were saying, people who aren't even remotely prepared for retirement financially those people just weren't very proactive about it. Yeah. And when you actually like the, the point that me and Petra are at, like, you know, we're reaching out to you. I'm trying to find books on this and 
yeah. we're being proactive on what we want to do when we retire instead of reactive or just, okay, well, what do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> we can't podcast. 10 hours a day. Oh, I would strangle you. I would strangle you with your <laughs> microphone cord if you got on that kick. <laughs> so I like it. I like Kathy's show yeah. who gets you to think about that stuff. It's just valuable life information just in general. So so I love it. I think it adds a lot. You know, I don't know if you've if you've um downloaded my secrets about retirement that your broker won't tell you. Were you uh, able to get one of those? No, I have not. Oh, We've yeah, got good so tidbits here for yeah, our listeners yeah. and ourselves. <laughs> it's um plug away. A, give me a, let's okay. do a plug here. I want yes, to hear about this. Please. Okay, I'll plug it. Just go to rockyourretirement.com slash secrets and um you can download a copy and it's I don't know, it's thirty, thirty eight pages, something like that. So it's it's not one or two pages, it's fairly long. Okay. But um, it's basically what I've learned so far in 2016 about retirement. Wow, and, fantastic. Um, yeah, and it's sort of the beginnings of the book that I'm going to write. And you said it's free? Absolutely. You just have to – it's a freebie, so you do have to give your email address. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's a, that's a good trade. That is. That is. Yeah, that's a great trade. And um, while we're plugging, um, what's our website, Petra? Oh, hillbillynerdtalk.com. What can they do there, Petra? Keep talking. <laughs> I like to answer him in these like. <laughs> <laughs> she answers it like crazy. it's a she answers like it's a Jeopardy question. Like, all right, that's awesome. And then she'll stop. Like, and <laughs> and, then, and then I get cracked up. We do this every week. Okay, what we do. it's a running bit. So from there, you can you can uh, find us on Facebook, Twitter. You're very active on Twitter, yeah. Pinterest. I live on Pinterest, and you can throw us a little help here. And if you're going to buy something on Amazon, anyhow, go through hillbillynerdtalk.com and click on our Amazon banner, and that would help us out and cost you nothing extra. Exactly. Go to Amazon by clicking our Amazon banner. Then you go to Amazon, and somehow they use Fox Magic, and they know that you click through our banner, and it gives us a little kickback. All right. It's very nice. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think your listeners should be doing something to help you out because it is not free to podcast. I don't know if people realize <laughs> that, but you do have to pay in order to, to do this. And even though it's fun for, I think most people that do it, do it yeah. for love. Yeah. Um, there are some costs involved. So if you can give back to Hank and Petra going through their Amazon or giving them a rating and review on iTunes or whatever you're listening to and that all that helps. So there you have it. A little piece of the conversation with Hank, Petra and me. If you want to hear the entire conversation, head on over to Hillbilly Nerd Talk and look for episode number 158. And next week, here on Rock Your Retirement, we'll have another guest that will help you with the non-financial aspects of the new chapter of your life. Do me a favor, though. If you enjoy the show, please tell a friend about it. The only way we grow is one listener at a time. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Rock Your Retirement Show. If you are rocking your retirement or know someone who would make a great guest on our show, please send us an email at podcast at rockyourretirement.com.